This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle. Hey everybody, it's Mark Rako. Big news, Fashion Is Your Business is now also available on Spotify. Hi, my name is Carrie Fitzgibbons, and I'm a digital media producer for Dugal Visual Solutions. What I love about Visual Solutions, I think in this day and age with brands and retail constantly changing, and also my own love of fashion, it is a fun, creative playground to figure out how to draw people to the market. Since there's so much online shopping, how do we make stores a destination? How do we make it a playground that people are seeking? Uh, my particular focus is digital. That's where you can engage people, whether it's through interactivity or even a beautiful moving graphic displayed in an unexpected way. If you spend any real time in New York City, there are a few things you'll likely see. Taxi cabs, Broadway marquees, and the creations of Dugal, including a number of Dugal trucks that seem to be everywhere. For more than 50 years, Dugal has worked closely with leading image makers like top global retailers and corporations, museums, galleries, nonprofit organizations, photographers, visual artists, and designers to visually communicate their messages with printed visuals, custom displays, and multimedia solutions. Dugal designs and produces unique, custom, high volume, oversized, and complex visuals and fixtures for an extremely image conscious clientele. Coming up, Leslie Leifer of 1-800-Flowers and Remedista Host joins in for a conversation with Dugal's digital media producer, Carrie Fitzgibbons, on location at the Remedista Community Day. You'll hear about some of the most innovative visual solutions that Dugal's created for brands, from their CGI and digital motion studio to retail store rollouts to LumaPixel's digital displays and more. It's all about visual innovation and the impact of visual design for brands. You're listening to Fashion Is Your Business, powered by Sennheiser and recorded on location. Carrie Fitzgibbons, welcome yes. to the show. Thank you. Uh, appreciate you joining us. And uh, also on the mic with us, uh, we're very happy to say, is Leslie Leifer. She's the VP of Enterprise Strategy and Business for 1-800-Flowers. How cool is that? Welcome to the show, Leslie. Thank you very much. Uh, and, of course, Puppin' Ball. Hey, you. Hey, Puppin'. I, got, I remembered you that time. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> he glazes over me quite often. How could he possibly? I know. <laughs> so, Carrie, uh, I'd like to lead off with this question, and that is, um, how do you think of design now versus, say, when you got your very first professional job, your very first assignment? How has that changed because of the work that you do with your company now? Wow. That's a crazy question. Um, I think now, when I first got into this industry, I saw it in a very innocent, naive way in the respect that it was pretty pictures, pretty displays, kind of all seemed like magic how it showed up. So uh, now, after being in the industry for about seven years, 
I realized how to make that magic. And I also realized the sensitivity that has to go into it when working with different brands. Why is Dior so different from Eileen Fisher? I mean, we know aesthetically why it's different, but how am I going to work with this brand versus the other brand to ensure that digitally and graphically they are supported and it's consistent across all boards? Um, and, you know, in the beginning, I, as I said, it was kind of magic smoke and mirrors, and I had no idea what went into that. Now I think I have a good idea. I would love to get some context to our audience about Dugal and the size of the company and the, the type of work that you guys do. Um, a clear market leader here in New York, for sure. Um, I think uh, it's hard to go a full day walking around Manhattan <laughs> without seeing a Dugal van, you know? That's very true. Oh, sorry, right? I mean, it's everywhere. <laughs> I also live in Brooklyn, not far from the Brooklyn Navy Yard, so even more so, it feels bigger than life to me. Sure. Uh, when asking around and seeing what's going on, Dugal seems to be one of those things where everyone's just like, oh, they do such great work. And I'm like, they're a print house, right? No, they do such amazing work. So <laughs> can you give us some like kind of context to who Dugal is, uh, the size of the company, and what type of, like, what are you doing so well here? Well, you know, it started off, um, we like to call ourselves like the biggest mom and pop shop there is because it started off, Mr. Dugal created, was a photographer and opened a small uh, film film printing shop on 23rd Street. Yep. Still there. Uh, but now we offer so much more. Eventually, from printing just photographs, it moved into large format printing. From there, we started getting more and more retail clients, bigger brands coming to us. So again, it evolves. Now all of a sudden, we are doing beyond large format printing, we're doing fabrication, we're building the, uh, the displays that the images are going in. From there, it slowly streams into, well, if we're getting the images, why don't we retouch them? Why don't we offer CGI? Why don't we have an, something called the Innovation Lab where we can offer beyond just static prints, we can offer dynamic digital displays. And, um, you know, so it kind of morphed over the past almost 60 years so that today we have our original shop on 23rd where we still do production, but now we own five plus buildings in the Brooklyn Navy Yard, um, including a massive event space called the Greenhouse. And we also have a another office and production facility in Portland, Oregon, so that we can uh, fulfill our brands easily out in the West Coast. Yeah, and these recently, five buildings in the Brooklyn Navy Yard. Well, you're, Leslie, you were saying that you just visited, right? I recently did a tour of uh, the shipyards and the Na Brooklyn Navy Yards, and it was unbelievable. Huge. I never would have expected some of the things I saw there. One, it was absolutely huge. <laughs> Two, it was the coolest location. But three, then you walk into their offices, and the first thing that we saw when we walked in were these walls covered in this amazing material. Can you tell us a little bit about what I saw and help us visualize it? Sure, sure. And we were sitting in that same material, actually, in yeah, sound-canceling chairs. Um, so, uh, you know, you saw the sheer size of our lobby. Uh, right next to that lobby is a massive production space. It's very loud. What we did was we came up with fabric that cancels out the sounds or, you know, dulls it so that... Um, so that clients and uh, can come in and still be able to communicate and not hear massive saws and things like that uh, going <laughs> on. 
Um, so what you saw was a huge sheets of fabric that, that we then printed on in our facility and um, applied to the walls. Additionally, I, I think you did notice that the ceiling looks like it's made out of wood, but it's actually so fabric as well. Oh, wow. In my That's so cool. <laughs> like, yeah. I totally want 100%. that. Yeah. I know, it's right? It's cool, right? It'd be great for bars, right? Uh, when, and honestly, when they were installing that, you know, I was like, oh, the walls are so pretty. And then I looked up and I thought, oh, I never realized we had wood ceilings here. And then someone said, no, that's fabric that we just installed, printed. Um, wow. So it's beautiful, you know, and it's just, again, it's kind of showing new ways to even use fabrics. You know, it's this, what we're sitting in, the sound canceling fabric, which is waffle and it has so much texture and it's just different and unexpected and also practical and serves a purpose. Yeah, I should, I should mention, we're actually recording right now uh, at Remedista Community Day inside an actual De Gaulle Creation. Creation, <laughs> which are these two sort of podcast booths, if you will. They're almost like giant restaurant booths in a classy restaurant. Like love seats, but they're, yeah. they're yeah, like love seats and with tall walls. I have been. It's really yeah, like, like, it's, like, like my, it's like a massage <laughs> for the hand. But but the point is is that it's it's really changing the you know, I don't know if it's evident in listening to this, but for us it's contained the sound very mm -hmm. well so we can hear each other despite the you know, significant noise in the room. So it's, it's beautiful, by the way, too. Oh, Just beautiful. Thank you, thank you. Um, You've just seen it going back to that visit, and apologies for interrupting, but it was like something out of Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. So you know that, that scene in Willy Wonka where they all go up to that wallpaper and they lick it because they want to know what the flavors <laughs> of the fruit was? Literally, that's kind of what we were like. We all walked up to the wall and we were all talking into the wall because it absorbs your sound. And you can actually hear it do it. You just did it. And it was so cool because you saw, like, literally, it was eight women lined up, all <laughs> talking into the wall. And we're like, we have to take a picture of this. I know. It's like a Willy Wonka weird thing. That's Whispering gallery. Yeah. <laughs> as, as you see, um, kind of the strategy for a retail shift pretty dramatically, right, into experiential. And I would say almost every every brand is moving towards experiential. Mm -hmm. Whatever products does Dugal offer that can right. really like create these unique experiences? Well, I think that um, you know print will always be here, but you know as retail people, you know as retail is trying to find itself and and compete with an online market, you really do want to create a destination. I think that there are several things you can do, and even the stuff we brought here today was kind of display how you can offer something in market. You know, we have a dual-sided stretch screen here that that's a way to present something that it's an unexpected shape of display. It's not your standard 1920 by 1080. Uh, you know, back when I first got into digital signage, they said even to just make something a little more exciting, instead of having a screen landscape, turn it, make it portrait, and it also all of a sudden elevates what that screen is because no one's hanging a portrait screen in their house. It's not a TV anymore. It's an installation. So for me, I look at the InnoLab, speaking of Willy Wonka, um, Leslie, when you were there and went into our InnoLab, which is just full of digital toys, um, you know, it, I get excited about things like stretch screens or we have these OLED screens that are paper thin and have the truest black you can imagine. Mm. Um, and it just blows your mind. And there, it's just an unexpected way. That being said, there are also times you need practical signage, an interactive kiosk, whether it is for directions, to learn about more, 
maybe a store doesn't have inventory, can you just go up to a kiosk then and order something right there in the store? Just different ideas where, yeah, there's a practicality there that I think is a cool, smart way to use digital. I always caution, don't buy a screen because someone told you you need screens in your store. Think about, and what my team really tries to think about is, okay, why are we installing this? What is this going to do for your brand and for you? Um, we also offer a really cool thing uh, called LumiPixels, which is kind of a marriage between static and digital in the respect that uh, we're all familiar with a light box. You go into a department store, you go to your uh, cosmetic counters, you see a light box. We're taking it a step further that you have a graphic that will print, and then um, what behind it are LED lights that you can uh, program via After Effects, actually, and you can illuminate and shift the light and even colors uh, behind the image so it changes, it catches the eye, it's subtle. It's not an in-your-face screen, it is something that you're like, wow, that, that image is sparkling at me. And they're really beautiful. We have a great installation right now in Macy's Herald Square for Shisaito. I mean, it is stunning. It's a 13-foot four-sided column with a wrought iron cage. We brought it all together. It kind of shows exactly what Dugal can do. Print, content creation, fabrication. It's, it's a really it, special it, it piece. Sounds like, it, I'm sorry. It, sound, it sounds like this goes beyond a solution for brands. This sounds like this is art. This is, this is multimedia art. Uh, because I, I could see the opportunity for you guys to do some sort of cool uh, integration or installation in a major art gallery mm -hmm. uh, to even like take classic pieces of art and make them come to live, life in a different way, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, oh, exactly. And, you know, those are, those are the things that get us excited. Okay, let's create. Like, that's... You know, all of a sudden I'm like smiling really big, mm -hmm. right? But I mean, when you start hearing about that stuff and museums, I love that you reference that because museums are an exciting one in particular. Um, hospitals too uh, has some exciting opportunities when you think about ways to install graphics and digital to comfort people, to engage them, maybe forget why they're there. Um, that's something that's very meaningful that I think is important as well. Um, retail, you get to do the glamour, you know, um, and so, but, you know, I think if we look back at where Dugal started, as far as Mr. Dugal was a photographer and an artist mm. in the beginning, it kind of does inform what we do. So given that, uh, just a, a quick uh, follow-up question, sure. um, are you looking ahead at the possibility of integrating live images into this technology? where, say, video could be played through a wall of this kind of material by activating the LEDs in a, in a live manner, and you could actually have a textured wall that could, could transmit a kind of video image? Um, I think that, that that would be something, I, again, that's something we would break apart and figure out how to get this done. Um, so... And we're always looking for new ways to challenge ourselves. We have a big, big challenge coming up in a month that I'm not allowed to really talk about, but uh, well, I'm glad it'll be on Fifth that. Avenue. <laughs> I can't <laughs> it'll wait. It'll be in a nice area <laughs> on Fifth Avenue. The reality of the world is there's so many images coming at you at any given time. You walk down the street and there's visuals everywhere, and every brand is trying to figure out 
how to get noticed, how to get that attention. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the reality is, it's not just the visual anymore. It's what yeah, else it's how is you behind deliver it. it. And I think that's what's really interesting about what Dugal brings to it is they're bringing these images, but they're bringing them in these different mediums and this different technology and ways that totally takes your branding and that visual to life in a way that captures the attention. And I think that's the amazing miracle of what you do. And Thank how you. you can connect those dots. Well, in this yeah, day and age also where, you know, everyone's got a camera in their pocket, it's so important for a brand that they're inspiring people to take it out and oh, actually yeah. share their message just because they think it's cool. It's inspiring them to share. And, like, so in this Instagram or in this kind of hyper-sharing social kind of world that we're in, what are some of or maybe one or two projects that you could point to that drove, like, just a frenzied amount of sharing that that you guys had brought to life for a brand? Um, well, as I just mentioned, the installation that's currently uh, the Shisaito installation yeah. at Macy's Herald Square is really something to behold. Mm -hmm. um, beyond that, um, you know, it's interesting. I work with brands like Rag and & Bone, and they're always challenging and trying to come up with a new cool thing. They did... We're trying to be the groundbreaking in technology. What they came to us and they said, you know what we want to do? We want to use really old Trinitron screens from the 90s, put old Star Wars movies on them and just like pile them up in the window. But the thing is, in order to do that, you know, the technology today does not support what that technology is. So we had to figure out a way to kind of modernize these old screens, mm. play this content, um, but because it was also a collaboration with Star Wars and Rag and Bone, there was a lot of talk around that. And that was a fun one, too, just because it's Star Wars, you know. So <laughs> when, you're, when you're getting hired, then, you're getting hired as a consulting on the project. So forget about the vendor side altogether. I mean, you're, it seems like you're ideating, you're consulting. It's a, it's a pretty white glove relationship. Yes, I, you know, and we work with partners all the time, too, technology partners. You know, we aren't building we we do build certain screens but not all the screens you're going to see so we have to collaborate with people but yeah we're that's why we call ourselves a visual solution company because yeah. we want to solve the whatever is thrown our way actually okay coming up uh, how a company like Dugal can inspire retailers to new ideas and creativity in ways that they can inspire experiences for their consumers in a time when it feels like we've seen everything. That's coming up right after this. Welcome to Hashtag Moms Got This. Get your mom life fix four days a week. I'm Michelle Park. And I'm Stacey Eagle. Together we chatted up with a new boss mom each week about her journey and why she's got this. Make sure to subscribe and show us some love on iTunes, Google Play, and wherever the best podcasts are found. And remember, mom's got this. <laughs> Leslie, I want to start with you. So with 1-800-Flowers, of course, you're a traditional retailer as well. I guess far from traditional retailer, um, you guys uh, do a tremendous amount uh, with technology in a, a, a very cutting-edge leading way. Um, I see 1-800-Flowers as a company that has a pulse on technology and you're probably going to a lot of these different innovation events and seeing what's going on like 
how does someone like yourself look at your retail environment and say, okay, I need to find inspiration and, you know, and, and, and how are you looking for that these days? That's a great, great question because there are so many different environments that you're in these days and so many places you go and finding inspiration isn't always that easy. And I think the great thing about going out of your office and being able to go to events like this at Women to Watch or being able to do a great, amazing visit at Dugal like I was able to do last month, to be able to take any of those moments and turn them to inspiration is sort of that nugget or that kernel that you kind of are constantly looking to get to. And especially us at 1-800-Flowers, it's, you know, we're always looking for that next level of challenge and uh, accomplishment. But when I went to Dugal, I have to say I was inspired from the walls that I was able to talk into to uh, there was digital mesh, which was just this unbelievable 3D sort of visual image of a changing environment and world and you go into so many places and you see these computerized screens well what else can you do what's next and I think I was truly inspired when I went to Dugal and I have I grabbed a, a pamphlet I grabbed business cards I went back to my office I showed them to a couple of people I'm like we really need to think about this this or this and I, I'm curious to sort of hear uh, if other people have that same reaction or uh, how you embrace that kind of reaction. Well, first of all, that's the best reaction to hear. And, um, and we, re we recorded it for you. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just Next play it back over and over again. Sound on like but, um, but that's, it. you know, it is set up, you bring up the digital mesh, it is set up to inspire and to show what is out there. We're constantly updating, looking for new technology, looking to show people this is what is available. This is what we can do. And what you might see, you know, that digital mesh screen you saw was pretty big. What that it really is a great uh, installation for is kind of the idea is to almost have it on a second floor of a building. So in the window, so as you saw, it could go completely transparent. That means it lets the light through the window. So you're not, you know, with a typical LCD screen, you're going to block out light if you put in your window. That mesh allows light to come through. So you're your store is still full of light, but on the you also saw how bright that was. So on the outside, on the street, you could see the flowers changing and rotating and diamonds all of a sudden dripping down the screen. Um, Wait, did you do that particularly for her visit, for Leslie's visit? No. <laughs> oh, for the flowers? Yeah. yeah. They were like, here, come use this. Come here, the 100 flowers. <laughs> no, you could have all these flowers at your retail location. It was exactly. What's that? It was kismet. Oh, okay. Fair. Um, it had to have been. But, you know, that's something that our team, well, even our owner, Mike DeGaulle, does. You know, you, you love our walls, our soundproofing walls. You know, that is something Mike seats out uh, the newest and best for printing, for fabrication. And then our InnoLab team, we are all over the world hunting down what is cool, what is the newest thing, what is going to grab someone's eye. And it can be a very large, huge screen. It could be something very small that you just think, oh, I've never seen a screen presented in that way. You know, I, even something small, we have little table talkers that we have over there. Very small screen, it's only about seven inches big. But typically, if you have that at a point of purchase, typically it's just a static graphic. This is just a little bit more. You know, there's just a little more of a twinkle on it. You, you're seeing a moving image. It just engages someone that much more. Um, so I'm happy that the InnoLab did what, what it sets out to what do to inspire to do. you. And, you know, and then it's our job, too, to work with clients coming in 
you, you may love something, and then let's sit back and discuss what works with your brand. Uh, so maybe the mesh is the most beautiful, coolest thing you've ever seen, but maybe that doesn't go with your brand, but maybe the screen that goes opaque and then all of a sudden reveals a product behind it goes transparent and you think, oh my God, I thought that was just a regular screen. Nope, it's clear and there's something, an offering behind that screen. Maybe that works more in your environment. Leslie, for you though, how do you prioritize this now going back? So you're inspired, but how do you prioritize this against all the other solutions that are thrown at your way that can push the needle? It's like anything. You have to choose your top and most important things that you have to go after based on what your goals are at that time. And uh, it's no different from any other business priority out there. And where does visual merchandising or ad display tech kind of fall on your priority list? I think it wasn't really just that for me. It was a matter of looking at all the different creative mediums and then figuring out how that works in your space. So it's not just about visual merchandising. I think it's about branding. It's about how to experience and to portray who you are and what you want to be when someone walks into your office or they walk into your store. So I didn't Mm -hmm. put it in a box. I let it kind of uh, marinate and just turn into different concepts and ideas for me. And everything is, every idea comes from somewhere. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of being inspired, and I certainly was when I went to visit. No, well, I could expect then, based on Leslie's answer, is that you're you're bringing in, like, hyper-creative people into your space to show them what the capabilities could be. And you're merchandising this or showrooming it as product. But... These folks are going back and be like, holy crap, I c- we can do this mm-hmm. with maybe, you know, this soundproof panels or we could do that with this LED technology or these super stretchy, thin, double-edged display <laughs> monitor <laughs> things, right? And then they're coming to you with like, I want to build this. Let's make it happen. Is that generally the flow here? Yeah, or I think, yeah, it, it works a bunch of different ways. We can advise, I think of a client like, Eileen Fisher, who we worked with for years in print, knew they wanted digital, but were also scared that it would just seem so off-brand because they use a lot of, you know, kind of natural woods and steel, you know, and their their clothes are about um, sustainability and just soft feminine fabrics. And so we worked closely with them to say, okay, you want a digital presence, so let's figure out how it's going to work within your store. How is it going to look? And it it sounds simple, but it makes a world of difference. You know, we built, you know, we provided a display, but we also built a blonde wood frame around it and hung it with, you know, metal bars in their window, and it didn't seem out of place. And, you know, you spoke about kind of looking at this as art, you know, and, and I think you do have to look at a lot of these installations that way. And so, you know... It, it sounds so simple, and yet it really created the right impact that they needed. So they were still true to their brand, but now they've kind of stepped up a level. And uh, we've been working really closely with them and trying, and they're inspiring us, and we're inspiring them. Would you say that your team is more artists using technology, or are you tech, a tech company that's using, or tech design company that's got artistry going for it? artists using technology um there's both but i would say really the first a (laughs) 
So um, I, I honestly can say that I feel like I, I wish we could keep talking for about two hours about this. <laughs> I find this incredibly fascinating. But one of the things that we like to offer our guests to do before we finish is uh, to share a final thought, a reflection on this discussion or on the things that you do in general or even just sort of the industry of uh, visual storytelling and visual mm-hmm. uh, solutions as a whole. Uh, you, do you have anything that you'd like to leave behind? Well, it's interesting. You know, we go about our days creating these environments, installations, and rarely do you get a chance to step back and discuss it, look at it. And I have to say, just sitting here and talking with you guys, too, it's kind of my mind is waking up like, oh, yeah, this is what we do, and this is really cool. And I would say, you know, I've been with Dugal for almost a year and a half, and it really is impressive. I can stand back and be proud of the work that we're doing. Yeah. And I see, I like seeing that we are implementing change within these sure. environments. You know, you make me think so much about, about walking down the streets of New York. And if you stop and pay attention and look up at the buildings, you see the great just the visual solutions, the artistry, the, the, the artisanship that went into creating the buildings, especially long ago when maybe there was a little bit more of that going on. And because they're that way, as we walk down the street, we have this general blur of what the world is and it makes us feel a certain way. Stopping and noticing those things can really give you appreciation of how all those ingredients together end up so my point is is that you may not look at a brand and go oh cool look at what they're doing you just know the way it makes you feel and and, and the way it makes you interact with that brand which is what the goal is yeah you don't want someone to say oh that's a nice frame (laughs) you want want someone to say oh that looks fantastic yeah (laughs) so let me ask you how can people connect with you and the work that Degal is doing okay um, I would say directly to me via email would that be fine? Sure, um, of And so I'll just say my email address. Yes. Okay. I have a really long last name. Uh, so my name is Carrie Fitzgibbons, but my email address is K-F-I-T-Z-G-I-B-B-O-N-S at Dugal, D-U-G-G-A-L.com. I feel that anyone that took the time to go through that, write it down, and contact you deserves an answer, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you so very much, Carrie. Really appreciate it. It was a pleasure to talk to you and learn more about Dugal and the things that you guys are doing. And best of luck with what we're going to find out in about a month. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I really can't thank wait. You. So, uh, again, that's Carrie Fitzgibbons, the digital media producer for Dugal. And I'd like to also uh, thank uh, Leslie Leifer, the VP of Enterprise Strategy and Business for one. 1-800-Flowers, a company we all know and love. So thank you for joining us, Leslie. Anytime. So uh, for Leslie and for Puff and Ball. Take care, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much, Gary. I'm Mark Rako. We really, really appreciate you listening. And uh, from all of us here on location at the Remedista Community Day in New York City, I'll say have a great day, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. This has been Fashion Is Your Business. To suggest guests or content for the show or to become a sponsor, email us at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Keep up with the show on social media at Fashion Biz Show. That's Fashion B-I-Z Show. Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, along with our website, fashionisyourbusiness.com. Produced by Mouth Media Network. 
Copyright 2018. All rights reserved. No portion of the episode may be distributed or published without the express written permission of the producers. This is your announcer, Peter Coleman. Thanks for listening. This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.